This morning, I'm talking to all those who've been rejected, used, abused, lied to, let down, ignored, laughed at, belittled, stolen from, and how you may or may not forgive. When you believe in God but won't forgive is the subject I'll be exploring this morning. I'll also highlight some thought-provoking health benefits. My aim is to look at forgiveness and the release from inner torment by that action. It may give you a refreshed view that will help to support your decision to forgive. Then I'll end with what could arguably be the starting point, that be forgiving yourself. There are thousands of actions against us that call for forgiveness. Sometimes it's easy because there's only a little hurt that's caused. But some things just seem so huge, bigger than our human capacity allows. Criminal offences are, of course, dealt with in the courts of law. The Poppy Day Massacre took place on the 8th of November in 1987 in Inniskil in Northern Ireland. An IRA bomb exploded near the town's war memorial during a Remembrance Sunday ceremony, which is being held to commemorate British military war dead. Ten civilians and a police officer were killed, many of them elderly, plus 63 were injured. The IRA said it had made a mistake and that its target had been the British soldiers parading to the memorial. A peace campaigner, Gordon Wilson, whose daughter Marie died in the blast and who was himself injured, told the press a day later, I bear no ill will, I bear no grudge. Dirty sort of talk is not going to bring her back to life. She was a great wee lassie. She loved her profession. She's dead. She's in heaven and we shall meet again. I will pray for these men tonight and every night. His calls for forgiveness and reconciliation came to be called the spirit of inner skilling. He died in 1995, so he never witnessed over 10 years after the, after the bomb attack the Good Friday Agreement, signed on Good Friday, in Belfast on the 10th of April 1998. Gordon Wilson's attitude shocked and bemused many, but it is also said to have been a major motivation towards working for peace. I'm not sure if my first thoughts after my child had been murdered we would to be to forgive, let alone pray for them. This man seemed to know almost immediately that any emotional energy wasted on hate could only take away from emotional energy he needed to grieve his daughter. Plus, it could well lessen his steadfast, so certain hope that he was on his way to heaven, heaven where he knew his daughter was. Why would he want to weigh down his already heavy load by having his thoughts filled with hate and resentment? I believe he focused his eyes on heaven and resolved to tread the best path towards it. Was his ability to forgive a natural character trait, or 
a practice behaviour that he had learned through the teachings of our Lord in the Bible. It wasn't a response to the IRA saying they'd made a mistake. He surrendered to Jesus. He walked the walk and he talked the talk. It takes a strong person to forgive. He found that strength in and through Jesus. Another report. In December 2017, Andrew McKenna was killed by Abigail Andrews, deliberately ploughed her Nissan Duke into the path of his car, fatally injuring Andy and seriously injuring his two passengers. His family made this statement to the press. She, Abigail, has robbed us of a loving and much-loved husband, father, grandfather, brother and friend and caused serious, long-lasting physical injuries and mental trauma to Andy's passengers, Chris and Wayne, who were still coming to terms with what happened that night. In the almost 18 months between the fatal collision and coming to trial, she has not once shown a shred of remorse for her actions, not once. She thinks only of herself and has continued to drive, ride and party as if nothing happened. For that, we cannot forgive her. I feel their pain. And while I can totally understand this response, in my heart I know it's wrong. I can but imagine the torment and grief that his family suffers, probably on a daily basis. It's not just missing the killed man, Andrew, wanting him back, wanting him to be alive. I feel they want Abigail to be in torment too, like them. Without even being involved, I feel the need for her to express remorse, at least. The reality is that Abigail, showing no remorse, could, poss could possibly indicate she has no idea or simply didn't care of the ill will held against her. Perhaps she had no concept of forgiving or forgiveness. Jesus was put on trial unfairly. He was wrongly accused. He was flogged. He was mocked. He was killed. As he was nailed to the cross, Jesus called to his Father in heaven. In Luke 23:34. I'm not sure we've got the same word, but I'll read it. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. We know these details. We know it had to happen to fulfill the scriptures. If we really claim to be followers of Jesus, we need to know and admit we put him on that cross. At that very point, Jesus petitioned for us to God the Father. That was his last radical lesson by example in his flesh and blood form. Let's be clear. He didn't have to say those words out loud for God to hear him. He said them out loud for us to hear. Are we hearing him? Can we claim not to know this and therefore excuse ourselves from forgiving others? I think not. The Lord's Prayer was taught to the disciples in Matthew 6, 9-13 and in Luke 11:4. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us and lead us not into temptation. No exceptions, no excuses, 
No waivers. Nothing is a decent reason not to forgive. We pray those words regularly. Let's be sure to be obedient. You see, when Jesus was on that cross, there's no account of the masses asking him or God to forgive them. He knew they were rejecting him as God's son. For that action, they needed forgiveness. He asked his father to forgive. My God is perfect in every way. So to imagine that God has somehow forgotten in that forgiveness that his son, Jesus, was killed by men nailing him to the cross is something I personally struggle with. In the same way, I struggle with imagining God has forgotten my sin. God is perfect after all. However, when I replace forgotten with remembers no more, I can be truly thankful and amazed at his mercy and grace. Recollect or recollect is something that just doesn't happen with a sin forgiven. The price has been paid once and for all. There's no need for your sin from the past to direct your future. Let's stand and sing. Make me a channel of your peace. <laughs>